welcome back to Three Peas in a Podcast. So I'm Hope, I'm Grace, and I'm Joy. So welcome back, guys, to our tenth <laughs> episode. Yeah. And what are we gonna talk about today, guys? We're gonna go with a bang. Your ten, ten means. Yeah. I think it might be just a, a mashup of everything. You know, friendships, relationships, and yeah. some Bible study. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe it's it's the, the episode, <laughs> and we're still on relationships. Like you're gonna think, will this ever end? Like. Yeah. Will, this, will they even run out of things to talk about? No, because the thing is, I think we've been talking earlier how, like, I think that there's been some, like, change from our first podcast to now. Yeah, so actually, the thing is, we did talk about how our last podcast got deleted, and it was, like, 50 minutes worth of, like, gold. Was, like, one, one hour, one hour. Actually, one, it was, like, one hour, and it was really good stuff, and we were, like, really devastated. Like, afterward, we, afterwards, we, like, we, we, like, we realised it deleted. I was literally on the floor going, like, oh. <laughs> I felt, I never felt heartbreak like that defeated, before. like, so yeah, upset. But actually, yeah. I think when we, like, kind of reviewed it, it kind of could have been really offensive. Yeah, like, yeah. A, maybe a bit, like, yeah. aggro, as we always say. Yeah. I think we're a bit, a bit too much, you know. Yeah, I think like we're, we're <laughs> taking like, like if you were, like, there's like wings, we're like really going to like one side of the wing, do you yeah. Know what I mean? like, yeah. like like the right wing or something. But like for relationships, we're taking like a real far like side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think I was saying to like Joy and Grace how like um, I think just really amazing to see how God has really worked in us because I yeah. feel like the view that we all held at the beginning is very different to what we we like hold now and I think that's what we're going to talk on like, like yeah. talk about later but yeah if, I think if you listen to our podcast you'll realise and see like the evolution of our like yeah. values yeah one thing is I listened to like our first one like last week and it seems very basic and almost shallow <laughs> no it's just like really like yeah, it's, it's just, very fluffy. It's, it's kind of like, like worldly a bit. It's like we were all stemming them from like now horror and like a movie. And I was like, <laughs> we ain't like that anymore. We're we're from God's word yeah. now. This is our ministry. Yeah. yeah. Like Grace was saying that she's like, she's saying people are getting tired just, of hearing us. Yeah. yeah. Joy's like, I think people are tired of listening to relationships. But I'm like, I can't stop. Like we can't stop now. Like this is a form of our ministry. Like, I, <laughs> I truly think that God has really like placed this. Yeah. this topic in our hearts and. It's something that we really hold dearly to ourselves and we really want to share with others because we feel yeah, so much like so much benefit from it. Because I think that with us three, it's like our whole lives, like I think I've told a few people this before, like I've never had a dream to be like become like a really like famous person or like get a certain job or like get somewhere in life. I feel like all three of us have always had the desire to be like married and have a like relationship, you know? And like it's a good like, marriage. Yeah, yeah, and it's like because of that, I think that God has given us that desire and it's like we kind of really like seeking out and like kind of like kind of not researching but really trying to understand it in like from God's that kind of perspective yeah I feel like all three of us like on this journey of life for the pursuit of like a really good relationship so you guys are on this journey with us you know yeah I've said to Joy before how like for me like the biggest blessing would to be like have a really good marriage yeah and Grace you were saying how like if your marriage was good like everything else is like doesn't matter because when you think about like a marriage that is like the main functional like the structure of like the whole entire society is a good marriage because when, it, when from a good marriage there comes a good family and then from a good family there's good communities and that's how the yeah, world goes like that's that's how the world goes, yeah, goes around that's how the world spins is when there's a good marriage relationship just and relationships like, in general yeah, yeah and like when there's good relationships life is just so much easier and it's like life is beautiful it is <laughs> it really is and it's like I think that when God blesses you with a good marriage like that will just be so good for your life and that's the thing God blesses you with that marriage yeah. not you seeking out for it exactly but, but things, I think one thing we need to note is that even though we are in pursuit of a good marriage i think that we have be- like come to know that 
our pursuits also of God and like yeah. I think our focus has kind of shifted to that yeah for sure and it's like when you are seeking God that will come additionally so yeah. I think that's like, really important yeah, like seek ye first the kingdom of God and his, and his righteousness yeah. and all these things will be added unto you yeah so it's like when you have that relationship with God like good it's like you're looking up that's good then everything else around will be good too mm-hmm. yeah yeah I just want to add though I feel like there's going to be a lot of rustling noises in this like episode because we've kind of like stepped it up with the tech like tech episode um, tech upgrade yeah stepping it up like I'm we're using our like my iPad today because we've had too many times we gracious fate like gracious phone has failed on us <laughs> and that's just causing the biggest heartbreak so I'm using the iPad today we're safe we're at 88% guys yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think the mic quality is a lot higher so yeah. it picks up like everything every rustle and we've got the bibles so, like out so it's like sorry if you can hear these rustling noises maybe yeah. you guys might like take the volume down a couple notches <laughs> from this episode yeah hopefully we don't start shouting because of our like our passion and our air growness you know? yeah, we just like turn on the volume a bit <laughs> Yeah, so I think we want to just kind of start on friendships because I think that's a good place to start with relationships. Yeah, I think just this episode is going to be like just a triple whammy of like different things. I mean, it's like what the essence of our podcast is relationships and then friendships and then like just God's word, God's word, and we're just incorporating yeah. all that. Just and a just big faith. salad of all those things. Yeah, <laughs> love that. Okay, so we're gonna start with friendships. Yeah, yeah. So I think like. In general, when we think about friendships for us three, it's like we look to Jesus as our example of a friend because right. we know that him yeah. it was like what a friend we have in Jesus. And it's yeah. like even like the relationship we have with like God, it's like we look to like the qualities that um, God has and what we look for in friendship. Because I think friendship ultimately is companionship and that is what we have with God is because he's always with us and he's, yeah. he never leaves you, he never forsakes you and yeah. he's always there for you. You can tell him your worries and like, it's just like cast all your cares on him. Cast all your, is it cares or anxiety? Yeah. Yeah. Don't know what version, but like, <laughs> cast all your cares on him for he cares for you. That sounds so <laughs> random. Is that, is that it? I think that's it. Yeah. But it's like basically saying that you just give all your cares to, to the Lord, you know, and he will be there for mm-hmm. you. And it's like, yeah. like he knows everything before you even utter a word. So I think it really shows that God is just always there. He's the ultimate, I wouldn't say friend because obviously he is above us. He, yeah, we are so below him. But it's yeah. like, I think that the closeness you have with God is like a friend. Yeah, I think like the first point we have is kind of like a friend is someone that gives up their life for you. Mm, yeah. I think in, in the way that Jesus died for us, he was like the ultimate friend because he did that for us. So yeah, yeah, I agree. I think there's a Bible verse on it. Yeah, I think people don't really understand the weight of someone like giving up their life for someone else. Yeah, I don't know where in the Bible it says that. It's just like like for good man, like what someone would die, but like for like okay man like some might die but like for like wretched people like, I'm, I'm kind of like kind of rude I, I feel like I'm really like butchering this <laughs> but it's like for like like a sinful man like who would die f- for him and it's like yeah. Jesus died for us for how sinful we are and that's just like that's the extent of like his love for us so it's like that is amazing but I guess that's like the basis of what um, we kind of look for in a friendship but I think the first point we have is like friendship should be like unconditional just like jesus's love for us yeah. and it's like it's never changing yeah yeah i think i have a like i thought of a story when i thought about like the word unconditional was like our mum shared with us a story about how when she had a fight with her friend mm-hmm. and she wanted to borrow her friend's camera do you remember that yeah, story yeah and what happened was they had a massive fight 
But what happened was even that, even though they still had a fight, the our mum's friend took a bus that was like 40, 40 minutes, like a really long bus ride, yeah. and still brought her the camera, like for yeah. our mum to use. Even though they were even like, though they had a fight, like a rough patch, and that yeah. shows like friendship should be unconditional. Like yeah. it doesn't matter like what they've done to you, you still like you you you're still like um treating the same and be by their side. Yeah, yeah, like that loyalty factor is always there. Like no matter what kind of things might come your way through that relationship, there's never that like uncertainty with where you stand it's just like solid and i think that comes back to even our relationship with god like i think that like it says he'll never leave us or forsake us it's like that is like that is that security we have in him and that's why i think that we look for in friends is that that person will never leave you no matter what actually happens or even like things that happen it's just like you guys are like actually committed to each other in that relationship and i think that's just a really good way to see people is that you never give up on them and I think like another thing for being unconditional is that they don't love you for your opinions. Yeah. Like even though you differ, differ, differ on opinions, you can you still like value them as a person. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think one thing is like even with like politics, how <laughs> <laughs> who are you voting for? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but it's, it's like not. sometimes it's like people. Obviously, people of this world have different opinions, but mm. I think people that stick with you, even though you can like disagree on some things i think that's a really like yeah and i guess that's like a point it's like they accept you for who you are no matter what yeah and it's like they love you for who you are and not what you can bring or the things that you hold dearly it's like they see the value in you as a person yeah and so i think that's one thing we've really experienced is a lot of people who like to use you yeah Yeah. (laughs) sad to say but i think that nowadays a lot of friendships stem off other. Like, like, what can I, I think, get from you? I yeah. think especially at university, yeah. like, you think about all the, like, for example, like, for me, I have a lot of, like, lab lab groups, I have, like, assignments, and you, you're always thinking, like, who can I use to get some answers off, like, I think I... That Is that me. you? No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hidden motive. <laughs> you're always like, oh, like, I think I want to be friends with that person because um, they look really smart, and, you know, they can help me. I mean, I guess this, this sounds kind of bad, but I did think there was, um, in first year, I saw this boy at... This it's always a boy, it's always a boy. <laughs> I saw this, because the environment is pretty competitive, but in first year, I saw this boy, and he just, he was, like, wearing, like, really, like, nice clothes, like... <laughs> okay. Wow. This is horrible, but I really noticed that he dressed really well, and I was like, that boy looks very, like, got his life together, he's yeah. sorted. And so, what's funny is that I think, um, eventually when I saw him in, like, a lab thing, I somehow just ended up talking to him and I think that was a bit like wrong on my part because I was like thinking to myself <laughs> judging like, a book by this cover. boy like look like he's got, got his life together he must have his grades together too his his, his stuff together he could know. be an asset he might be you know? useful yeah. exactly yeah. but it's like I think that's so wrong but yeah, I think that's especially at uni the culture is thinking who can I use for that season for that paper and it's like yeah. that's really sad but I think that's so true and I think that's that's something horrible I have to admit that I did but I, thank god that's not you now let's hope <laughs> she did share the gospel with him on the other hand yeah so you know I think that's a win-win situation I think Lord is me anyway <laughs> but yeah I yeah. think even like touching in that it's like you shouldn't in a friendship think like what do I have to do to hold my place here and if I if I can't give them like I can't give them something. They'll leave. Oh, oh no! Like this, this like friendship is like on the line. Like, and I think that kind of like links to something I always talk about. Like, I think I've told some people how, like, the feeling I, I call like second best syndrome. I think we've all felt that. Yeah, but it's like I've labeled it yeah. <laughs> for you. So 
like it's like second best syndrome like you feel always second best and it's like I but even even then you're second best you still got to hold your place by doing stuff for them and it's like that's wrong like your friendships should be secure just like your like relationship is with Jesus like you're not you there's nothing you could do that could make him like not love you yeah I mean I mean like if you do like um commit the unpardonable sin but like that's not I, I'm thinking like that's not what Christians would do because the Lord has foreknew us and he's, he's gonna <laughs> sacrifice and glorify us but like um just in that way it's like um you should never feel like you you like are insecure in that relationship yeah I think it's Christians that because of that that, that security we have in Jesus there is no uncertainty there and I think that that's one of the most beautiful things about faith is that you know that it's like unwavering and that you're like I think we are reading in 1 Peter 1 from IG for those who went to IG you probably know how it says that um that our reward and our inheritance in heaven God has reserved for us and it is uncorruptible and it I think it's like undefiled is that a word undefiled defilable yeah maybe yeah, so basically it just really shows us that in this faith that we have we can put all our trust and hope in there and it's it's just so like comforting to know that that you can yeah. actually trust in that I think what another thing about friendship is that like even though all three of us are always being used by people mm-hmm. I, re- I remember Hope came up with this like, analogy on the in the uh, car right and I think it was yeah. really like it was like a really like wow thing when I heard what she said yeah because I think that all three of us go through this like a lot of times like a, a patch where you feel like everyone around you is just there to use you they like, suck you dry they kind of they're out to get you you know they're gunning for you but it's like I mean like I think it's expected because like we all are selfish inherently and it's like we all have those like selfish motives that we want to like fulfill and we want to get somewhere in life and it's like that's why you can't blame people for that because yeah. it's just inherent in them but it's like I think we do feel that a lot with people like always trying to use you to get somewhere and it's like I remember I felt very low and I was in this really low patch does that make sense low patch like a low kind of area like a valley and I was like thinking about it and I think that like God kind of really spoke to me I didn't know how but I really just saw this like analogy of like we love our analogies (laughs) gotta have some analogies in our 10th episode it's like um I really saw this like kind of like analogy in my head and it was like like a funnel like all I could think was like a funnel and it's like we are God's vessels to show love to other people and it's like a funnel has like an opening at the top and an opening at the bottom yeah and that's that's what you are we all have that opening at the top which is God's love flowing into us because he obviously loved us first and yeah, it's God like, is God is love and he's the source of love yeah. yes and it's like he gives, love. <laughs> <laughs> he gives us that love at the top and it's like you can decide to keep it all for yourself and be like yes lord like you love me thank you for loving me thank you and, for blessing me yeah, yeah and keeping it there and that's what you do when you do that you you stop that other end and nothing can flow through anymore but the thing is as a christian i truly believe like we should always be giving more to other people and it's like from giving only then can god really keep giving you more yeah and then you that flows through you and it's like it's a constant like flowing out of giving it's like not about what can you keep for yourself because in that way god can't bless you more yeah so it's like i think that was really amazing because i told myself yeah i get tired of always like giving to people but it's like feeling used yeah i feel like there actually comes blessings with giving to people because it's like i think mom always says this to like us and even me and i feel like it's so true it's like if you look after other people, God will look after you. Yeah. And it's like, that's so true. It's like, 
like that just I really think that's amazing I yeah. think even the fact that you can be used by someone else should be a blessing yeah. that you aren't the user you know what yeah, I mean because then you think about like the two parties it's like one of them is giving one of them is taking actually it's so much better to be the giving person because it shows that it's more better to give than to receive in the Bible I think that yeah but yeah. it's like you're actually in a better place to give yeah. and, and when you're taking you're actually like in the lower yeah because like, you actually need that help and you're yeah. actually like because when you, when you actually give it shows that you are actually have the capacity to be able to share with someone else and it's like you're in that position to give and to share which means actually you have yeah. the abundance mm. and the other person actually is in a need yeah. yeah I think but also you were saying how you need to know when to draw the line yeah for sure because I think there comes a point where it is it gets unhealthy it gets it gets very tiring it gets it does and I don't really know like it's sometimes hard to like know the like the, the line to draw because it's like as Christians we always need to be keep giving and like but it's like like I think I've said it in the podcast before it's like I don't think it should get to a point where you are literally like barely standing on your two feet and you're like distraught yeah, yeah. and it's like you really need to like value yourself and see like your value in Christ and think is this person loving me too like yeah otherwise it's just like that's not healthy mm-hmm. but I think the balance is really hard to like kind of strike yeah but definitely, like, you do need to see your value and think, like, is this person always taking from me to the point where it's, like, like, just, like, tiring? Yeah. And it's, like, the balance is got really no more to give. <laughs> yeah, but I think that sometimes in those times, you can really see God using you still, but it's, like, yeah. I think one point that we also all have is that oftentimes or not, we always, like, are, like, you know what? I'm done with this person. I'm going to cut them off. And I always say that to Hope and Joy. Like, yeah. I'm so done with this person. And what I realized is that... I think Hope Well, the thing is, like, you don't have a choice to be done with them. It's exactly no, God's choice. God yeah. isn't done with us. And I've said to Grace how, like, like mercy... Like, yeah. we should have mercy. Like, in the Bible, it does say, like, um, blessed are like, the merciful, for they yeah. shall receive mercy. And it's like... You don't realize that that's what we're called to do in like all our relationships and friendships it's like to be merciful towards people and i didn't truly understand the meaning of mercy until i really like did research on it and i was like mercy means so many more things than like it just seems on its face value like mercy is like what is mercy but it's like when you realize song mercy (laughs) (laughs) but it's like mercy is such a like important thing and it's like when you realize it it's like it's like loving someone and like thinking the best of them in any situation and not expecting too much of them yeah i think that's why because we do get done with people which sounds really sad but it's like i think you just get so exhausted with giving that you are like you know what like i actually am really tired of this and you feel like you want to give up on that person but it's like god doesn't give up on us and we fail him every single day yeah and so it's like that example of god loving you forgiving you you need to be doing that for other people yeah and I think that one thing that we've realized with friends is we shouldn't be thinking, how can they benefit me? How can mm-hmm. they make my life better? It's how can I love and serve this person? How can yeah. I show God's love to this person and be able to give myself to them and and aid them in whatever they need? So I think that's yeah. why it's like friendship is like friendship flipped, you know, it's gonna be the other way. <laughs> you're thinking I don't think many people see it that way. It's like when you see yeah. someone, you're like, How can I meet their needs? And that's how we should see it. Because I think I've always said to Hope and Joy, like, with some friendships, you're always like, it's kind of like a tally. You're like, wait, what have they done for me? Okay, two strikes for them, you know? They've used me twice now, you know? I'm waiting for them to give back to me. Or, or like, you think to yourself, that person hasn't given to me in ages, and I keep giving to them. This is unhealthy. But it's like... <laughs> Toxic. I was like, yeah, they're just, they're just a leech, really. But it's like, <laughs> no, when they got, like, when you've got one more tally on, like, 
your side i'm done with you just like one more like on yours <laughs> it's like so stupid it's like you need to be like like holds up the funnels like you got to be giving 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 all the time yeah. that it's just like you're like that you're basically a vessel of god's love for that person yeah. in, in your life yeah. i think even in like one corinthians like 13 like it says Although I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Which I think that it profits you nothing. I don't know if I'm reading this correctly. Do correct me. But it's like, and it says like even in verse like four, it's like love suffers long and is kind. It does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It's not puffed up. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. It's not provoked. Thinks no evil. Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. <laughs> but I, the one that got me is um, thinks no evil. <laughs> because I feel like, this is great here, I feel like it's sad you for be, sons. Yeah. I always think the worst in every situation. Okay, is that not, not because worse? I think but it's I because think, people have treated us so badly. I think no, it's not worse. It's more like I think the realest of situations. No, and that's funny is that I think that Grace and I are on opposite ends of like the spectrum because I think I always have the best of people, and I, yeah. she thinks I'm so naive all the time. But the thing is, you agree. have you have been naive in a lot of circumstances where you're like, yeah, whoops, like should have should have maybe um, wrangled myself in there a bit more. Yeah, it's like, but I agree. I think that's why I keep saying to Grace a lot of times when we have conversations. I'm like. We, it's all about balance hmm. it's like you need a balanced view and things not even like I always like it's better to sounds like I'm always like you know what I think this person is doing, out to get me out to get me <laughs> you're gunning for me or like, like you know I actually think that this person has ulterior it's ulterior ulterior yeah. motives and I'm like you always think I, that I'm always I think I'm quite an analyst so I'm always overthinking <laughs> like different things and I think that I always take every small detail that someone does and, and it kind of like adds it up and you know like I'm trying to make something she's like, always analysing you yeah so you know what you better watch out <laughs> you you aren't hiding anything from me <laughs> that's why Loki that myself like if I ever did have like a boyfriend I'm like he's gonna meet Grace because I think that I might be really off I think this yeah. is funny, but I've said to Hope and, uh, and Hope and Joy have said this to me. It's like they reckon that I might be the one to find their husbands because I think I think it might be true. If you though. pass the grace test, then you've made it through. Yeah. But I think one she's thing, really tough. That's <laughs> why I'm tough for myself, even. But it's like at least at least all three of us have each other's back. Like I was saying to Hope, like the other day, I was like, me and Hope were like I was saying how we, all three of us are like back to back. Like, like you know the spy movies. We're all back to back, and we're like got our guns out. You know we're. Like, <laughs> You're ready to get, you know, getting... No, but I think that that's what I think. I, I think that hope... I'm so lucky to have hope and joy because it's like all three of us, we have each other's back, so we, we know that we won't betray each other, so we are like oh, looking... Or were we? Oh. We're looking out for each other. Okay, I don't know why Joy's, Joy's, Joy's thinking that. No, but I agree. Because the thing is, like, I think that what's amazing about us three is, like, I definitely see how God has given us, like, different personalities. And I think it's, like, really cool because it's, like... You need that balance, like I said. Like, yeah. you do need someone who's really headstrong and can see through people, and you also need someone who thinks the best of them always. Yeah, hope, yeah. hope always teaches me mercy <laughs> to give to give people second chance. Like, I get so frustrated you sometimes do. with people that I'm like, you know what? But I'm you know what? Very dumb. I feel like sometimes it's flipped too. Why? Like, I think there was one point where I was extremely angry with like a certain like situation, yeah. and I was like not having a bar of it. Yeah. And you said like hope, like you need to give to people, and I was like, no, I'm tired of this. I'm done. She's always about the heart she's like feeling used and then yeah i was like feeling you know but it's like but yeah. i think it's good because i know that all three of us like we balance each other out quite well so mm-hmm. i think i'm lucky because if, if if hope was like also like really like like there'd be like it would just be like <laughs> no, no love no mercy like you know just you just cut you off you know? yeah yeah so i think we've just realized like mm-hmm. over time how people 
it's like the way you should treat people is just with love and it's like I think that's the thing that we are called to do as Christians yeah. is love I think that's also made us like really value the true friendships we have in life yeah like the people that really actually care for you and it's so reciprocal and you just think I'm just so thankful for you yeah that's so true yeah but not many of those <laughs> to be honest I think that for all, all three of us like the reason why we're so close is because there's actually no not many people who have stayed around for that long in our life. I think that's one thing that we've talked about a lot too, is that like you're always gonna expect people to leave your life because like I feel like you, like we said you're on a train and people are gonna get off or like they they might be move around the carriage and they won't be walking alongside you anymore. Yeah. And it's like that's why it's it's pretty scary about life. But I think it's, that's also a beautiful thing. It's like people always coming in, people always leaving. But it's like the time that you get to spend with that person you really should see like how can I give to them yeah mm-hmm. and it, it gets hard sometimes but it's like we do need to keep coming back to the word and seeing that like love is all these things and yeah. if God loves us like we, the least we can do is love other people in our limited capacity and the, in yeah. the sinful ways that we try to love other people but it's mm-hmm. like we should still try yeah and even I think myself like God actually is like so good too because he does give us the ability to love other people he only he loves yeah. us but he also gives us the ability and when he does give that ability to you you should be so blessed to think that like god has given me that like ability to do that mm-hmm. yeah i think another thing we're talking about also it's like how like a lot of times because i think the three of us have a lot of guy friends it's like the moment that <laughs> the moment that you kind of like switch off to them like in terms of relationships wise was think how a lot of people do end up leaving yeah. I think this comes back to people wanting to use you for what they can get out of you and some guys actually think I want to date you that's why I'm your friend Yeah, which is really sad but I think that it is understandable like I, I get it but at the same time it's no like, actually I don't think it's understandable at really? I think <laughs> this, is, this is where they differ again <laughs> like I think it's not understandable unless you actually are no. in a serious relationship that you're going to get married because it's like if you're not I think that it's quite wrong to be like oh you're single but you don't want to date me yeah. and i'm single but i don't want you anymore like because you you i'm not dating you at the end so okay, i think we're taking a turn into relationship <laughs> right now. what i'm saying is that i think what i realized with with friends is that you do like them to some capacity yeah you do like them because i think that you are naturally drawn to people and and that's why i think in a way though when guys and girls are friends there is a form of of liking there, so yeah. I do I do think that it is quite dangerous with guys and girls because you like them for some reason, but maybe not romantically, but you do like them. So I think that's where it gets quite blurred, and that's why people do feel hurt, they feel used, and that's why I think a lot of people do see at the end of the end the end of the tunnel because they're like, you know what, I do like you as a friend, yeah. but who knows, there could be romance in the future. But yeah. I think it's hard to really see who's really there for the right reasons. Yeah, I think the thing is though, like, I think I we watched a YouTube video once about this, and it was like talking about how guys and girls approach friendships quite differently. Like, mm-hmm. girls sometimes and a lot of the time go into a friendship wanting solely companionship. Yeah. Whereas for guys, apparently this is what the guy said in the video. Like, don't don't like quote me on this. <laughs> like, you might think like this girl just trying to like make a bad rep for like boys, but it's like the guy said himself. He was like, boys don't usually like become friends with girls that they don't see like some possibility of dating mm-hmm. yeah i think even i think i've already said this before but how one of our guy friends told us like i don't talk to girls that i wouldn't date yeah or I, so, that i don't like yeah so way. it's like 
I mean, that's what we always say. Like, why, why is he here and not with like Wendy? I don't know why, why is he, he Wendy. Why is he friends with Sally and not Sophie? You know, like <laughs> what's with the S names? <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. agree. Like, I think that it's quite different. But I don't. I wouldn't say for all guys, that's how they go into it. Because I do think that there's a lot of guys who do look for just girlfriends, like just friends. Mm. <laughs> that's so, that's questionable to me, but yeah. yeah. I think one thing we we were talking about is how like. If you can't love me as a friend, then it's like, why, like, then we shouldn't even be friends, like, and that's why we wouldn't even get in relationships. Yeah, it's you just don't like, love me. if you if you truly love someone, then why can't you just love them as a friend? Exactly. Why do you need to push it into a relationship? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like if you like them to some form and you can't get there on the dating side, why can't you? You <laughs> still have that love for them as a friend, so don't. Why would you cut it off? Like, just leave. Yeah. I think that comes back to the whole exclusivity of wanting to be able to label that person as yours because in a friendship we haven't even, we haven't even touched on no, that but in a friendship it's kind of like even steven like you guys are just like buddies you know your buddies your pals but it's like when you're like some people want to be your like to date you because it's like i want that to be mine you know but when you get married and you put a ring on it but we're saving that for later because i think this comes into another um relationship kind of topic, but topic. i think your topics i think in ge- in general Friendships is... I think friendships ties so closely to relationships. relationships. Because, like, we've seen, like, yeah. a relationship is just a, a really, really good, good friendship. friendship. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. So, actually, it. I think if you're a guy and there's a girl that you actually like and you're really good friends with her, that's actually a good thing. It's that's a blessing. blessing. Yeah. You shouldn't be thinking, you know what? This sucks, you know? I want to be her girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, boyfriend. I want to be her boyfriend or, or vice versa. But it's like... If you love them as a person, as a friend, you're going to be there no matter what. But yeah. things, I think that's when you're content in your singleness and you actually realise that, you know, being friends with them is all I need. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. I think that we, we're kind of wrapping this up and we already took a, like, turn, turn. into relationship lane, but I think... sprinkle some, you know, relationships. But we're finally in. here in relationship lane. So yeah, we're, we're going to park the car and get going. You know, we're going <laughs> to enter the house. <laughs> of relationships. Yeah. Yeah, so I think... Even with the car theme, we kind of came up with this like analogy of what like dating should be, and even just we've had a new kind of realization about what singleness is. Okay, the thing is, I think that we should touch on our toxic views before we came to this like kind of conclusion. Yeah, because okay. I think all three of us, like we said, I think that we've progressed so much from like podcast one to ten. It's like yeah, we have leveled up. Like I hope I think you guys can can see or I mean hear the, the sense. Yeah. yeah, because I think that even sometimes I listen back to the things and I'm like actually I don't particularly agree with that and I think that's what's amazing is that like there's always like we're always improving yeah, yeah. I think some people think like you're improving towards being very like insane <laughs> they're but going just, very one-sided <laughs> but just like just bear with us like I no, think the thing is, I think people need to understand that we we like 100% accept like um disagreement with our beliefs you know what I mean like we don't we're not trying to force and like shove down what we believe onto other people it's more of like this is what we've learned and we're just thankful for it and we want to share yeah Yeah, and I think that even just in general with like um, beliefs it's like like I truly believe that God gives you peace when it's when it comes with his truth you know and when it comes from him yeah Yeah. and it's like I think all three of us with this new view like all we could say is that we feel so much peace Mm -hmm. and it's like I think that's why we we believe that that's like 
true. Because it's like, <laughs> it was almost, I think Hope was saying how, um, what we believed before was almost like baggage on us. Oh yeah, yeah like, I think one morning I woke up and I was looking at Hope and I was like, released from my chains at my prison no more. <laughs> yeah, like, I said that to you guys, I was like, I felt like I was shackled mm. to like, a really toxic kind of like, ideology that was really running my life. And mm. running? Yeah, it was like running my life. Okay, like, never heard that. Like, like running a business, like well, running it was a life. ruining your life. No, it was like running, running my life. and ruining. Really. <laughs> it was like really like like kind of dictating how I live my yeah. life. And it was like when I like changed that mindset, I felt so much like peace and freedom actually. And it, so do you want to just talk about what we believe yeah. for? Yeah. So mm-hmm. can I go first? Yeah, you can start. Okay. So this is hope. So like. For me, I really felt like it was my job to find yeah. like the one, and like I don't or, know if touch. Not so much. It's like your job. But it's like you have to put effort. Yeah, you no. Gotta it was try. like for me, it was like oh crap. Like I have to go to X Y Z or these events, and if I don't go to them, I might miss my husband, mm, or I might miss <laughs> him. Like, or even like we might not cross paths. Like, Oops, like my fault. Uh, like, also, or, also, even like when you're somewhere, you're like. I maybe should be more outspoken and forward so people can I notice talked to, me. I should have talked to Bob. Why did I? <laughs> yes, I love like, the name Bob. You feel like you need to be like seen and noticed by yeah, everyone because you're like maybe you. maybe the guy won't see me. You know? Yeah, it's like for me. I and every single day when I would like walk out to uni or even like ever since I was young, like I don't know how young. This is a bit weird, but it's like everywhere I went, I was like, what if I meet my husband today? Like that would be really cool like what if I'm meeting him today like I need to go to X because I might miss him and it's like I've realized that that's the wrong view completely because it's like if God has someone planned for you your like your paths will cross and there's nothing you can do to ruin it I think what we've realized is even like in one of our podcasts we're talking about Jonah and how God told Jonah to go to Nineveh and that he didn't want to but God still took him there the Lord took him there and it's like with yeah. life with things like God has a plan for you and those things are already ordained by God yeah. and so no matter what you do you're still gonna be there exactly like get if there. you're gonna have a husband you're gonna meet him yeah, yeah. and it's like you can't veer off anywhere like he already has I think a plan one thing you realize is that you can't mess up God's plan for you you really can't because God God's already planned everything and, and you know what actually your flaws are part of God's plan for you because it shows his glory yeah. that he can overcome that and his plan yeah. is still like moving forward even mm. when you mess up and mm. it's like that's what I personally felt like. I felt like such a big burden thinking like, this is my job to find my husband and yeah. it's my role. It's like, in your purpose in life is like, I got to find my spouse. That's part of my, like, one of my, like, things in my life that it's like a checklist that I need to do. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, for example, you might graduate uni and, like, get a job. Like, okay, got a job. I'm secure. And then it's like, wait, I'm not secure in the relationship aspect. I've got to get that done too. And it's like... Yeah well really that's not your job like I don't yeah. think God's purpose for us as humans in his plan for us as Christians is to find my spouse no like yeah. that is God's job mm. no it's like what I was saying to you guys before it's like you look at it like it's your job and but actually it's not it's like like recently I found as though like I just quit a job that I didn't have any like, <laughs> reason to be doing like and you, you know don't what? be paid either yeah like, it's like, like for example like I think that quitting a job is sometimes the best feeling well she had a toxic to, job I used to work retail and like we all did but like when I quit like both the jobs I felt so free I was like hallelujah like I don't know why like I think that it's kind of like bad because it's like maybe because like retail is just not a good job to hold but like I did not like it and when I left those I think it's just like it's, you're always thinking about it like oh with my next shift um, I gotta prepare for it I need to go to work and it's like I think like for like relationships it's like I felt as though like I quit a job that I never had to do and it's like 
I, I gave that burden to the Lord and it was like it felt so freeing yeah and I think that's like what where we've changed and I think this is why like I think Joy you want to touch on how you used to think about things okay so for me I think I always thought like I'm young I'm at like my prime time of life <laughs> I should be having fun going on dates with cute guys but then yeah no, the, I remember you said that you're like I know you might as well just hop on a few dating apps yeah like on give me think, on Tinder I think last <laughs> lockdown I was like you know what why am I at home just being like locked up in my PJs? Not I getting should... any prettier. I know. I'm like, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just going downhill from here. Like yeah. in terms of my looks, I should just go out and have some fun. Yeah. But then the more I think about it, it's like that is a stupid way of looking at it. It's like it's why do you I... want to have a taste of like of what the world, how the world dates? It's like that's not how it's supposed to be. And I think even for all three of us, especially I agree with Joy. But for me, it was also like when you are like asked out by a guy and it's like you know he's not your husband or you <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry but it's like <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's not she apologized it's not there but it's like you just know that deep down you just know that it's not gonna work it's not viable right and but i might think to myself you know what why not go on that date and have fun why not just have fun be young Experience. you know yeah, yeah just yeah. like but it's like no like why I am like, i following the world's thing of taking any guy that comes across my path and, and giving pieces of myself to them yeah, you know? it's like you want to clutch on to your purity so much yeah well i was thinking how like we our singleness is a time to pursue god it's not yeah. let's just have some fun and just go on some dates like no that time could be spent in god's word or just doing things of god and like yeah. um even like serving other people yeah i agree i think that like, you've brought up a bible verse about that before but how like you can't pursue like mm like two things yeah, I think, like uh, like a married person's oh, like yeah. attention is divided yeah. between like pleasing their spouse and pleasing god and it's yeah. like when you're a single person all your attention is solely on god yeah it's supposed to be solely and on you don't god. have distractions and yeah. i think that's one thing that also happens is that people when like miss you become out, yeah. you you veer off your purpose because you're trying to find that person and be- take that role that you're not supposed to exactly yeah so i think it's like one corinthians seven 32 it says an unmarried man can spend his time doing the lord's work and thinking how to please him so that just shows that marriage is supposed to be like for god but also like you're thinking about pleasing your wife so that just reflects that singleness is supposed to be solely for god yeah and pursuing god and it's not you thinking like i've got the side job of looking for my wife too and pleasing god it's like it should be undivided attention to god Mm. yeah yeah so is that you with your story? Yeah, I think that's my story. Yeah. I thought I should be having fun. But now when I think about it, it's like, no, I should not be having fun. I should be pursuing God. Yeah. yeah. Like, even when we talk about that, like about how like, you want to clutch onto your purity and even your singleness. Like, I think singleness is such a beautiful thing. Like, I don't want people just want to throw it out. Like, but it's like, such a drag. They're like, oh, like on their, on their like Facebook, like single. And they're kind of like, like, <laughs> no one puts that on there because they're embarrassed. I, no, I know heaps of people who are single. Okay, it's because they want everyone to know that they're single. Yeah, like, exactly. But up. it's like people that like, think singleness is such a like sad thing. But it's like it's so like being single is awesome. Like <laughs> it's so freeing because you can serve God with your whole heart and your mind and no, like yeah, yeah and pursue even, Him. Yeah, I like, you don't have those distractions. And I think that even that's a view that I held. I was like. I used to see people who were single who were maybe a bit older and I yeah. thought like oh how unfortunate like <laughs> or even like poor when them. people leave uni single I was like oh like poor them like what's wrong with them yeah and then when someone gets a relationship when they leave uni I'm like oh thank god for that like who like they got <laughs> someone it's like that's the wrong view I'm just so toxic because it's like 
your timing is not the same as everyone else's and actually singleness is so beautiful yeah. Paul says it's a blessing to be single exactly and it's like people want to just throw that out and be like no get me out of here I want to move on it's like no like we all have our own time and it's like singleness is so beautiful and I actually think that we've really come to love it but yeah. <laughs> no, actually what I think is funny is how I said I reckon the reason why all three of us are so like um strong and even this like mentality that we have is because all three of us are singles to be honest i think if hope or joy got a relationship i think that would kind of like lessen the kind of like impact of the singleness because i feel like i think this is one thing that i think that is going to happen is i truly believe that when god actually brings someone into one of our lives it will be so effortless and it won't be like striving or cause any division between it'll be like a lot of harmony yeah because i think that actually what i've told people joy is like i actually think that if anything were to break us up it actually could be a guy yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But what I've realized is that if it's from God, we've that looked person, at that before. That person <laughs> will come in and actually make it stronger. And it actually, would. I think God will actually it will be such a right time for all three of us. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I think we were starting this like relationship segment with talking about the car analogy. Really, we veered off with like hopes. Um, our like kind of toxic view before. Yeah. So I think going into now like the car analogy, I think that's what we're saying is like dating is like you're in a car it's kind of like a moving process yeah i think it's like people don't realize it's like there's three stages of like uh, like a like states it's like you're single you're single looking to be married or you're married Mm. it's like the in between it's like you're actually moving forward and it's like it's not a stage that you stay in for like long periods of time yeah i think yeah what like what your status is, it shouldn't be something that is like a status that you're staying in. You know? Yeah. Mm. Like when you're like, people are like, hashtag like in a relationship, like seven years. It's like, um, you, it's, <laughs> it's stagnant. Like, I don't think, <laughs> who it, doesn't want to get to the destination? Nobody yeah. wants to be in something that's stagnant and not yeah. moving. In life, things are progressing, things are getting better, yeah. you're moving forward. And I think that that's like, you have purpose. And so yeah. when you're not moving, it's like, is that meant to be there? Yeah, so it's like, why would you get into a car if you didn't want to get to the destination soon? Yeah. Nobody gets into a car thinking, I want to be in here for another eight more hours. I'm loving this car ride. Yeah. Everyone's like, I want to get to the destination. Therefore, yeah. it's like, if you don't want to get to the destination of marriage, then why are you going to get into a car? Yeah. It's like, I th- like I said, I think like in everything that like is from God, there's purpose. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, if there's no purpose in that relationship, like what's like, I don't see that going anywhere. Mm. And like I think we've touched on this before, but I don't think we'll go into too deep because I think it can be quite controversial. But it's like God actually only recognizes the married couple unity and a single person. Yeah, there is no in between. He does not recognize like that entity. Yeah. I mean, like yes, he can bring two people together and he can like be like helping you move towards that goal. But it's like actually there's only two stages. And I think people forget that. Yeah, I think what we're trying to say is that there's no covenant between a boyfriend and girlfriend relationship. Yeah, there's you. I think, I think it's kind of like, <laughs> I think Hope said like a relationship is a relationship is literally two people held by words, like held together by words. Yeah, it's there's, like there's no covenant. There's no blood covenant. God, God doesn't <laughs> God doesn't recognize that relationship, and therefore it's like you actually aren't hold, held together by anything. Yeah. Yeah. There's no like you're basically like one conversation away from breaking up. Exactly. This is and then that's why I think we we're talking about how um like about boundaries with like the boyfriend and girlfriend relationship. It's like if if you're like one conversation from breaking up, you should not be like giving thing, yourself yeah, away. Giving, them, yeah. giving yourself away. Like I think that I I think I watched a video on YouTube when I was like ten or something. 
I was like real into relationships already. Yeah, I think if we just started young. Didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> but it's like I saw this. I don't know how I stumbled upon this, but it's like this man was giving like a like um kind of speech slash like sermon to some guys or some girls. I can't remember. But it was like they were like middle school age, and he was saying something about how like all of us have like a flower, and every time you have a relationship or you do stuff, you're giving away petals of that flower. And it's like, actually, you want to give your future spouse that flower that's full. Yeah. And it's like, that's why you shouldn't be giving away yourself, pieces of yourself to different people. Yeah. You need to hold on to your purity and your singleness and be like, I want to save this all for that one person. Yeah. That's why I think, though, like, for me personally, I think in a relationship, I think that actually physical boundaries are very, like, important because it's like, you don't want to be giving away yourself to someone that isn't your husband. Like, I don't want to be seeing a guy saying, well, that guy's walking around with my first kiss, you know? Yeah, that's <laughs> really like, weird. You want to be giving yourself to that person wholly. And get holy as in, like, a whole. This isn't mm-hmm. holy as in, like, a like holy, like... But, like, you want to give them as a whole. And it's like... That's why it's like... Obviously, I understand that people make mistakes. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you, like, hope, say, with the flowers, like... You might have given away a few petals, but it's like, you should be preserving yourself for yeah. that person. And it's like, it's okay if you have made those mistakes, but it's like, you needed, like, you could have given away, like, a good amount of that. But it's like, once you realize it, you need to actually hold on to it and, and actually, like, keep it. Because it's like, it's such a beautiful thing when you can give that person yeah, that then, full flower. I think for yeah. me, I've given away half a petal with my 12-year relationship. <laughs> half a petal? She was 12 and she wanted to be a free woman. <laughs> yeah, I think she, maybe she gave, like, the end of the stand, really. I think it really was nothing, nothing beautiful there. She, she was not upset about that. No, but I think, like, that's the whole reason. is because when you can, like, even with physical boundaries and things, it's like, when you do enter that marriage relationship, you can give them all of yourself. You can give them... That's why the marriage relationship is so beautiful because we're like... Okay, this is what I find absolutely crazy is that nowadays, marriage is seen as like a label and like the relationship is so like blurred. Like, mm. I think that what actually God called marriage to be is such a discriminatory change yeah. in a relationship between a man and a woman. Like, you go from a relationship to a marriage and the marriage is so beautiful because that is what God has called them to be and it's like in that entity all the, the love and like marriage, yeah. everything is there and it's like that's why it's so beautiful that's and you why like you have the freedom to express yourself in that other way towards yeah. them in that yeah. marriage mm-hmm. and i think that that's why you need to hold back on that when you're not actually married yeah because yeah. why would you be doing those things they're not your like spouse yet yeah and I think even Joy has like I think there's like a big points. disparity between like how you're supposed to treat someone before before marriage. Like I think obviously in like Song Song of Solomon it talks about like the relationship between kind of two people about how they're very like passionate and they love each other and it's like very physical. Yeah. I would say. And you're yeah. allowed to express Yeah, it. and it's like and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But then in it's marriage. like when you contrast that to what they um what one Timothy five says, it says, um, Treat older women as you would your mother and treat younger women with all purity as you would your own sisters. So it's like, there's no blurred like, oh, gonna give them like a makeout session here. It's like, no. It's either either your sister or mother or you're gonna go to Song of Solomon. You know what I mean? And be, be, that's your wife. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I think people need to just really like think about like how you're treating other people even when you're not married it's like yeah, yeah. like boundaries need to be very clear because it's like i don't think you should be giving that away to someone else yeah and it's like that's why you, you're supposed to keep it all inside for that one person that when you do cross into like the, the, the like marriage area the, the kind of boundary of marriage mm. 
it's like you can express yourself to the like yeah. extent you want and the thing is you won't get hurt because they because can't leave you know that in a relationship people can hurt you you can get hurt and it's like why would you give someone part of you when you know that they could hurt you and walk yeah. away and it's like that's why it's so comforting in a marriage yeah. is because they won't leave you and that's why you can express yourself and like have that physicality there because it's like you can it's it's there because they're the boundaries there and that's why god created marriage is because actually this is going to be very explicit but like sex is very like clearly it's like it's very like connecting experience it's very intimate and it's like it's not only is it physical but it's spiritual and like i I think my dad was telling us like it's like it's like on like another level almost like and it's like that that's why it needs to be in the boundary of marriage that's why you commit to them before god yeah yeah. you have that covenant. Yeah. Is, that's why you can expect for that exclusivity because you have laid you you've been, you basically said before God like I have chosen yeah. to like lay down my life yeah. for this other person and, and it's like mm. and I don't think people realize that this is exclusive <laughs> sex is actually a physical act of you laying down your life for someone yeah it's not about what can they give me what can I give is it how can I lay down myself for them and it's actually that's and meet why, their desires yeah. yeah so I think that's why it's like actually so important and yeah, yeah. so like like I said it's like with with like marriage you can expect that because it's like you both decided to like die to self and make this new entity which is the like the married couple mm-hmm. and it's like that's why you can expect not to be well, I mean they might hurt you but it's like you can still be hurt in marriage but it's like <laughs> in that way they can't leave you and you can like express yourself fully because it's like you've both actually made a covenant before God and God recognizes that and yeah. you've sacrificed to be there and to actually like be able to like express yourself in that marriage I think that's the thing though because with marriage like you the reason why you can actually like not this this sounds a bit weird like but like have possession of that person and be like that is my wife, that is my husband, is because you have laid down your life for them. Like, I think one thing that our parents really asked us when we were talking about dating is, why do you want to date? What's the point of dating? And I think that when I was trying to answer in terms of the worldly stuff, the worldly view is because they want exclusivity. They want to be able to say, that is my boyfriend, that is my girlfriend. Without actually, like, laying down your life. that is my person. And And in a way, it's selfish because it's like, you want... Because, like, you're honestly the person that you are dating or eventually get married to is actually an extension of you. They are basically you. And I think that's why it's selfish because when you see someone, you're like, I want to date that person because I want them to make me look good. I want them because they're good looking, they're tall, they smart. They look great on tall. You're going to bring up, you're going to tall. Smart, cute, and they're all these things. But it's like, and then you want to be like, that's my person. I'm labeling them as mine. But it's like, You've done nothing. You've done jack all for them. You haven't committed to yeah. them. And so they might right. say like, oh, commitment because we, we said that we are together. But that's like how together by words. So there's no like, mm. like God hasn't recognized that as a covenant yeah. for him. So I think that's why in a way that it's really made us reevaluate the whole point of dating. Like, it's not just because you want to be in a status. And you want to claim someone as your boyfriend yeah, and, and girlfriend. be like, yeah. I'm the status of in a relationship. It's like, yeah. well, if there's no purpose there, then why are you there at all? Yeah, and I think that this is a question that like our parents t- like were telling us about. It's like, you don't ask like, are you the right person for me? That's the wrong question. You should yeah. be asking, are you the person that God has chosen for me to commit to? And that's when you have that new like that new question yeah. in your heart at every single yeah. like, approach you have towards dating. Yeah. It's like it's so different because it's not even like yeah. what can you give to me because do you fit me? It's like 
no, has God given me that like overwhelming desire to keep committing to you and actually loving you? Yeah. And, and that's it. Yeah. Because I think that's why it's like really... when like Because clearly there will be a lot of people coming into your life and you, you're not going to be thinking, does this guy fit my life? Is he my cup of tea, you know? Do we have stuff in common? Like, it's no, it's like, is this the person that God has called me to serve and to love and to lay down my life? Yeah. And at that point, if it's really God's choice for you, it doesn't matter what hobbies they have, actually. Like, I think we've said before, like, if you have same hobbies, that makes life ten times easier. And yes, it does. But it's like, actually, <laughs> it doesn't actually matter what wacky-ass hobby they have. It's like, if that's the person God has chosen for you to love, it doesn't matter what they're doing. <laughs> You're called to love them. Like, yeah. that's literally it. Like, full stop. And it's like, that's pretty much it. And I think that's also another thing, though, is I, I think with marriage, it actually should be easy. Not not saying it should be easy-peasy, but it's like, <laughs> I think it should be quite effortless to, like, be able to love them because God has called you to love them. Exactly. It's not like a... If someone comes towards you and, like, that's the person that you're, like, kind of assessing for marriage and you're like, I find it so difficult to love you. Like, it's you're so annoying. hard. Yeah. I can't deal with you, can't stand you. It's like, <laughs> well, I don't think that's a person, is it? Like, I think God will make it quite simple and it'll be, like, you'll think, you know what, I actually find it easy to commit to you and to love you. And it's like, that's why it's, I can make the commitment to you for the rest of my life. It's like, I'm choosing to. And that's why I think that God would definitely give you that peace about it. Yeah. Because you wouldn't have to commit to someone that you didn't feel like at peace with at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. I think like another point that I brought up in our deleted um, episode was how I think a lot of people are worried about God is not like maybe God won't come through with someone that like that I actually will like and like I'm worried but then I was like thinking about how like if I ask my own like earthly father like my dad and say dad you know I really want a car I really want a nice car I don't think my dad would give me no car or a crap car he would give me the best car out there yeah. And it's like, because even my earthly father would do that for me, how much more would my heavenly father, like, provide for me? Like, I think that's, like, kind of based on the Bible, but it's yeah. like, like, who, like, asks for, like, some bread and gets given, sto- like, a stone or something? It's like, in that way, it's like, God knows you the best, and that's why you leave it to him. Yeah. Like, don't do your, don't, don't do the dirty work he, for yourself. He like, loves he, you the most and knows you the best. Exactly. So, yeah. So leave all to him and his timing as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I think the whole thing we've really learned is just releasing it to God releasing your relationship to God and leaving it to Him and being able to just let go of that baggage let go of those relationship chains and just be able to serve God wholeheartedly with the purpose that He's called you to and it's like once you serve Him with that then that person will come alongside you and it will be so effortless yeah but it's like you will feel so much freedom with that like I think when we hit that point I woke up in the morning and I was like I feel so happy like so happy I mean not saying that like you won't get any anxiety about other things but it's like once you've released that baggage to him it's like life feels so much lighter you know it's like you're just like walking on air like (laughs) it's like it just seems so much like just happier and it's like that's why I think we just want to say like singleness is not a bad thing it is like so valuable and so beautiful and it's like you really need to think like what is the purpose of whatever you're doing in relationships yeah Mm. So I think this is quite a bold statement, but it's like, I think that if you're not ready to be married, you shouldn't be entering a relationship. Or if you don't see yourself getting married in the near future. Yeah. Yeah. I think that people don't actually realise that. So I think that that's why all three of us were like, 
are you ready to be married in one year, Hope? Are you joy? Joy, what about you? You know, it's like, we're kind of like, but not saying that like God can't get you there. Like if it's oh, yeah. plan, he can like not refine that, you and make not, you like get there, there. Not saying that it's one year either. Like it could be like a year and a half, two years. Like it could be even like nine months. But it's like I think that you have to be. You I think you should know yourself and like the the priorities that you have and like what you actually want in life. And like maybe some people out there aren't ready to commit themselves to someone. So like I think if you aren't, then you you realize that singleness actually is what you're called to at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even I think some people like they they want like. everything to like line up and be like oh like let's get married like after uni when we both graduated kind of thing but it's like actually that might not be your timeline either like you might be called to get married in university and it's like you don't know what his timeline is for you and it's like you shouldn't try to fit a mold because like you should you should like shouldn't try to conform to like the norm because it's like that's not your timeline yeah you might actually be called to get married earlier and that's not a problem either like god will get you through that's what it is but it's like in that way I do agree it's like you shouldn't enter a relationship if you actually don't see marriage soon because it's actually a big struggle yeah because you actually are trying you like sometimes like, in a relationship you are like almost being in a marriage like but you're not like committing to them and that's hard you're, you're putting that extra like pressure on yourself because mm. you're trying to support someone and be walking alongside them without actually having those like boundaries and like because you, you're going to put yourself you have, you're kind of like bound, putting boundaries on yourself because you don't want to like cross the line mm. but that's why you should just enter marriage mm, and yeah. like that's why I think just in general it's like your timing is not someone else's yeah yeah. so I think that's what we just want to say yeah and I think God has just really transformed and renewed our minds in this area and I think like God's word it will always renew you and it's like so it's just so like you have so much freedom when yeah. you, when when you have that truth like the, when the truth legit sets you free it does everyone. like when it's from God when it's when you feel so at peace it's like that's when you know that it's just like you really feel that it's from God and I think that all three of us in a really good headspace about singleness and in relationships yeah I think even like Romans 12 kind of say something like and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God yeah yes. so it's like it's the perfect will of God yeah and that's what we should like strive to attain like to like you know it's like yeah. if we trust in him he will like provide for us yeah. we just need to like like wait for his timing and, and we just, should, yeah. and just have faith you know yeah because that's what god calls us to do is just have faith that's it yeah. it's impossible to like please god without faith and that's yeah. why you that's what you need to do mm-hmm. so yeah it's like hitting 50 nearly an hour eight ish minutes i think that our podcast have gotten like progressively longer yeah which yeah. is really interesting but yeah i think that's the end of the 10th episode it's pretty crazy hopefully it's <laughs> the end of a good note guys yeah maybe maybe people might hate us now <laughs> be like 10 and normal please <laughs> please um, zip it <laughs> No, but I think that we also want to say like thank you to everyone who does listen. Like, I actually it's really weird because we don't know who listens to this. Yeah, we don't. But I think we do have a few people who do like always give us feedback. And it's like like, thank you for that. We do appreciate it, and we really appreciate when you actually come talk to us and actually want to like discuss these topics with us because it's like (laughs) I want to hear what other people have to say about this too. Like, we're not saying we're the be all end all and the answers and what we've said. Like, I'm genuinely interested on other people's like viewpoints too. So, and I think that that's the thing. Like, we we're not claiming to be like perfect right either like this is how we feel because i think we're always evolving our like viewpoints and we 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 will a lot of the times be wrong as well and it's like we will admit we like to admit when we're wrong too like we want people to actually challenge us and like yeah we're open to changing our viewpoint so it's like it's not it's not it's not like oh this is it and 
that's it. <laughs> but I think just we feel a lot of peace with like yeah. this new kind of um, new state of singleness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we feel very renewed in our minds. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I guess just thank the Lord for this time that we've had and being able to grow in His Word and just like, yeah. just in oh in general, like this year has been rough, but I think God has God is always good. Yeah, and we see His goodness. In, in this podcast, aspect, yeah. I feel like it's such a blessing. Yeah, even to us who are making it. So yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna end the podcast. Thanks to everyone. Thanks to everyone <laughs> for listening. And who knows, we might come up with the eleventh one, but ten solid. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll talk to you in our next podcast. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.